Hello, hello, and welcome to In Pursuit. I am so excited to have everyone here. My name is Alyssa May. I am the creator and producer of this podcast, and I am so excited for what we have in store today. I want to first and foremost thank you for taking time to listen to today's episode. I appreciate any time that is spent with me. I know that our lives can be busy and full of responsibilities, so I am truly humbled and honored that you would take time out of your day to listen to the content that I'm putting out there. If you are enjoying In Pursuit, um, I ask that you would please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Share our podcast with your friends on your social media. Tag me so that I can shout you out too. Um, It would really mean so much to me if we could get this into the ears and hearts of others. So today's episode is called The Time Is Yours. So again, thank you for spending some of your time here to listen to this. Have any of these been said to you or resonate with you? Time is of the essence. The time is now. Now is not the time. There is no time like the present. Time doesn't wait for anyone. I say these and I think of myself like I'm on an infomercial, you know, time is running out. Call now to save your spot. I always feel like there's this negative connotation of time. There's not enough time or time is running out. You have to do this right now. If you're a mama, maybe these ones hit a little harder. Time needs to slow down. I won't have this time with them forever. Now isn't my time. I need more time in a day. Now is not the time for another baby in our family. I spoke last week about Mary, the mother of God, and spoke about how after having my children, shortly after having them, I immediately started thinking of a time in their lives where I wouldn't be in it. And it made me so grateful for the time that I did have, but also made me feel like that time was going to go by so quickly. Today, I had the distinct pleasure of hearing from Miss Lucinda McDowell, who is a Connecticut Christian author and speaker, and she spoke to our mamas at Weathersfield Mastering Motherhood, and I was so happy to be there and honored to hear her words of wisdom that she left us all with. She has come to speak multiple times at our Mastering Motherhood events, and every time she leaves me so fulfilled and leaves my soul so peaceful. I'm also very excited to share that you will have the opportunity to hear from her as she's going to be a guest on our show in the near future. So in advance, Cindy, if you are listening, thank you so much for everything that you do, and we cannot wait to glean from you. But one of the verses that she shared with us today was in Ecclesiastes 3, and it really touched my soul and was exactly what I needed to hear. You know, guys, God is so good. He always finds a way to get to me when I need him. He puts the right people in my path to give me the message that he needs me to hear the most right at that time. I've always had a rule of threes where, you know, if one person says it to me, you know, it's one thing. If two people say it to me, okay, it's brought my attention to it. But if three people say something to me, then clearly God is trying to get me a message. Um, There's a, I don't know if you want to call it a parable or a story or um, even just a euphemism, but or a joke of this man who is sinking in the water. His ship is sinking and he's sinking in the water and some people on a boat come near him and say, hey, do you need help? And he says, no, God, it's going to save me. 
and they say, okay. And then another group of people come by. I'm butchering this joke, by the way. Um, but another group of people come by and say, hey, do you need help? And he says, no, God is going to save me. And then people on a helicopter come by and say, hey, do you need help? And he goes, no, God is going to save me. And he ends up drowning. Very morbid. He ends up drowning. And when he gets to heaven, he goes, God, why didn't you save me? And he goes, what do you mean, why didn't I save you? I sent you men, a boat, and a helicopter, and you chose to ignore all three of them. So sometimes God needs to send these big extravagant signs to us. Um, and like I said, for me, it's when multiple people tell me the same thing at different times that God's like, hello, here's your boat, here's your helicopter, you have to do it. Um, I've said before, I don't know if I've said it on our podcast, but something that I say a lot is faith is a verb. Faith is not something that we have, it's something that we do. Having faith means taking that step. Having faith means getting out of the boat, not knowing if you're going to walk on water. Having faith is knowing that God will save you even in the middle of the storm. Faith is a verb. So he always finds a way to get me the message that I need. And I can only hope that by me sharing the things that I learn, that it's God's way of using me as a vessel to get it to you who might need to hear it. So, you know, Miss Cindy spoke today and I looked at my friend and I said, oh my goodness, it's me. She was describing herself and interactions she's had with people and characteristics that she has. And I felt like I was looking at myself in the future, which if I end up being half of the woman that Cindy McDowell is, I will be very content. I will be so very happy. <laughs> um, she is just an amazing woman full of so much wisdom, a heart for Jesus, and is just, I cannot wait for you guys to hear from her. But I've been hearing from so many people, how do you have time for that? Or, you know, they'll make a joke about, oh yes, in all of your free time or your spare time. I have always been someone who has been a busy bee. I have always been go, 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 do, do, do. Um, it's just part of who I am. I worked three jobs at a time while going to high school and maintained honor roll and above every single quarter. I worked while I attended full-time college. I worked full-time while obtaining my master's degree and bought a house before starting my program so I had a house to manage. And now I have two children under five, two dogs, three cats. I work part-time for my family small business, build my own business. I'm on the leadership at Mastering Motherhood. And of course, I'm creating this podcast. And even reading that, <laughs> I feel tired. Um, I, I do a lot. And I am working really hard um, with my therapist to make sure that the things that I'm doing are fulfilling and not depleting. I have worked over the years on boundary setting and learning that it's okay to say no. I've shared that I am a recovering people pleaser and a recovering perfectionist. So I have had to learn when something is not for me when I can say no to it and feel okay about saying no to it. There's a book by Lisa Turkhurst, um, who is another author that I absolutely love. Um, and she wrote a book called The Best Yes. I've read that book three times. I've led a book group on it twice. 
Um, and I feel like it's something that I probably should read every year. But it's all about how it's okay to say no. Because if we say yes to everything, then we might not be able to say yes to what God has for us. Um, so people always ask me how I do it or how do I do everything in a day? I make it a point to be as honest and vulnerable and transparent as possible, which reminds me to say last week on our episode, there was a portion in the episode where my dogs were barking in the background and it drove me nuts. And as I was listening to the playback and making edits and I hear that spot where they're barking, I was so tempted to re-record it, but I didn't want to ruin the authenticity. I had been, when I record my podcasts, I'm in a place with God. I've been filled. I have been preparing for this. I've spent time in the word. I'm making sure that what I'm saying is what he wants me to talk about. And at that point in the episode, I was really functioning with the Holy Spirit and I didn't want to get rid of it because of my dogs. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to put it on because this is me. I want to be authentic on this podcast. I want, I don't want people to think that they can't do this too. If you have a word that's on your heart and you want to share it with people and you think, well, I can't do that because I don't have a you know, a studio to go to, or I don't have a quiet space. I am recording this in my office. My children are in my home. My, I have dogs and cats. There are times that I have to stop because my cat knocks my microphone over. So please don't think that I'm doing this anywhere perfect. I'm doing this with what I have. Um, and that goes right back to what I was saying is how people ask, how do I do it all in a day? And there are days that I struggle. There are days where I feel like I'm getting things done at the very last minute. And I beat myself up about it. Like I say things like, well, if I had done this at this time, instead of taking that time of rest, which that's something that we're going to talk about in future episodes, then, you know, I wouldn't be rushing. There are days I go to bed late and I wake up early. I don't have any more time in a day than anyone else. I have the same 24 hours, but I have just had to learn over and over and over again how to manage it. And it changes as my life changes and my seasons change. The way I manage my time has to change. The book of Ecclesiastes is where we're going to spend all of our time today. We are going to be in Ecclesiastes 3 because this chapter spoke so much to me and I wanted to do the same for you. So the book of Ecclesiastes was written by Solomon and it was written in order to spare future generations the bitterness of learning through their own experiences that life is meaningless apart from God. This was a book of wisdom from those who had already experienced life away from God to future generations. I have said on other episodes that I truly encourage you to have um, a mentor or wise counsel that you can turn to. Somebody who has gone through something that you might be starting to go through who can guide you in the right direction. Um, That was something that Lucinda talked about today. She talked about how this journey of motherhood and who she is and her topic was what to do when you can't do it all was something she learned on her own that she then imparted to us so today we're going to look at ecclesiastic 3 which bears the title a time for everything we're going to look at 1 through 12. ecclesiastes 3 1 through 12 there is a time for everything 
and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He's made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know there's nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. We place so much importance on today. You know, there's that age old saying that you're not guaranteed tomorrow, or you don't know today if there will be a tomorrow. And yes, while that's true, that is not something that we need to worry about. We know that God knows the beginning and the end. God knows that the day that we're going to be born and he knows the day that we're going to die. He knows how we're going to die and what's going to happen. He knows all of those things that we worry and wonder about. My best friend, her mom used to tell her, don't borrow worry from tomorrow. And that has become something that we say to each other and something that I have to repeat to myself. Don't borrow worry. Don't borrow worry. I am someone who has struggled with anxiety and the future is something that scared me for a really long time because I was afraid and anxious about what the future would bring either for me or my family or, you know, what job I was going to get and what if this didn't work out and it would just cause me to worry and worry and worry. My new saying is I'm glad I don't need to worry about it because God already has. God already has worried about all of the things that you're worrying about and has figured them out for you. So we don't need to worry about them. We don't need to worry about them because there's already an answer and God has it. So if we are leaning into God, if we are turning to God, if we are giving him us, giving him our lives, giving him our days, then all we have to do is follow him. It's all going to be worked out. And I know that's easy to say. I know that when you're anxious, it's hard to hear that. It's hard to feel that. It's hard to approach God. When it's hard enough to get out of bed, it's hard to want to do the action of having faith. Which is again why I encourage you to have a community around you and a real community, not just, you know, people who you chat about the weather with, but people who know you, people who you can go to and say, I am not well and I need help. Create a code word. My best friend and I also have a code word where if we are really struggling and we need help, we send the code word and the other person knows what that means. I encourage you to find friends who will pray with you, who will pray over you, who will point you in the direction of Christ when 
the devil's working so hard to get you away from him. We don't need to try and fill our time with things that society has deemed important. We need to fill our time with what God has called us to right now. I had someone um, ask me today because I had mentioned I was very interested in going to um, a seminar that Lucinda offers for New England writers. And she said, is publishing in your future? And I said, I know, I hope, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not planning on it, but I want to go to this because of the networking opportunity, but also because as a podcaster, I write my messages. So it's nice to learn. I believe that if we're not learning, we're dying. And as long as we're alive, then we have the opportunity to learn. Um, that might be the educator coming out in me a little bit. But um, so she asked, well, are you, are you planning on publishing? I said, I'm not sure. I don't know yet. I'm, I don't know. And she goes, maybe, maybe in a different season, maybe when your kids aren't as young, because I have young kids right now. I have kids who are not school-aged who are home with me full-time. And so it's just not the season, which is why I had said earlier, I've had to learn how to manage my time season by season. Um, we just finished up our, our semester at Mastering Motherhood, and I led a book group using the book, The Lazy Genius Way. If you are someone who struggles with the all or nothing mentality, if you are someone who struggles with managing your time, if you are somebody who feels like you're always going, but you're getting nothing accomplished, please go look this book up. I will put it in the show notes because it is wonderful. Um, the author also has a podcast called The Lazy Genius Podcast. So if you are enjoying listening to podcasts and you need some more to add, The Lazy Genius Podcast is wonderful. When we're managing our time, we need to remember what's important to us. And it's not about what everybody else deems important. It's about what makes us happy and brings us joy. So the things that I'm doing right now, they may seem crazy to outsiders. They are things that fulfill me. They are things that bring me joy. And I make sure that I make time for things that are important to me. And I close the door on the things that aren't. And again, this has taken time, therapy, a lot of internal learning and figuring out myself. It's not something that came easily. I put a lot of work into it, but know that it's something that you can do too. There is a time for everything, friend. There is not time for worry because God has already got it figured out. I appreciate you and the time that you've spent with me today. I hope that today's episode was helpful to you. I would love to hear what you think about the podcast. So please feel free to leave a review. If you have questions or topic suggestions, feel free to email me at inpursuitwithalissamay at gmail.com and I'll be happy to get back to you. I hope that you guys have a wonderful day, have a wonderful weekend, and that you continue to enjoy your pursuit.